Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DiLorenzo, your co-host with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858 876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we're going to talk about how masturbation can influence your marriage. That's a big topic. And it really, it does, it impacts you on so many levels. And I want you to think Uh, Just listen to this quote from psychologist Joyce Brothers. She says, real intimacy is only possible to the degree that we can be honest about what we are doing and what we are feeling. And that's what we're going to be talking about and unpacking today in terms of masturbation and everything that goes around with it. We've had a lot of questions about it. But before we jump into that, I want to jump into a hug that we received. Um, You guys know that and many of you have found us through iTunes. Oh yeah. And and you come and and you're like the rest of us. You take a look at those ratings. And well, and I want to say, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to over talk you, but I want to say one thing. It's because of you guys that we hit number one, the number one podcast in kids and family. And you can say that it's the number one marriage podcast on iTunes and it's not because of us. It's because of you guys. And we are just so humble and honored that you would share this show and that you continue to come back and listen every week. So thank you very much. And with that, some of you, you know, may be thinking, wow, I'd love to leave a rating or a review, jump on over to iTunes and do so because for those of you that joined us through iTunes, you know that you read something there that connected with you. You saw something in you know the five-star ratings or you saw something in the comments um, that people had made in the reviews. And I want to share one with you. This one came in on October 2nd and the title just says, Fantastic. And the writer says, I found this podcast about two weeks ago and have been listening daily. I love the stories that Tony and Elisa share about the trials that they have gone through in their own marriage. They do have a a marriage that most people long for, and they show that through hard work and the power of prayer, anyone can turn their marriage around. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate that because like Tony said, this show gets the following that it does because you share it, because you take the time to comment on iTunes. And we just want you to know that we appreciate it and you can impact others by doing that same thing and leading into that. So where did the topic come from? for this show you know we share all the time about how we receive emails and we love it when you guys write in to us or especially when you call and we can play your voicemails on the air but here's this email that we got how should a wife feel about her husband masturbating i've never done it myself and did not consider that my husband did or even how often he might do it 
that was probably very naive on my part, but I would consider myself a pretty sexually naive woman. We entered our marriage not virgins, but we were not well-versed, to say the least. I felt so betrayed and rejected when I began thinking of my husband pleasuring himself instead of looking at me to fill his physical and emotional needs. And this is coming from a wife who, um, they've got young children, mm-hmm. and she walked in on her husband masturbating. And she goes on to say that, um, I tried to openly discuss this with him and it did not have much success since it was something that was so normal and individual to him. He was also shocked that I even wanted to talk about it and how it made me feel. And also to learn that it was something I had never, not ever done. Just like, so what do I do? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot to this. And you know, it's interesting how, to me anyway, Tony, I don't know how you feel about this, but it always seems like we kind of get emails and in packages like we'll get two or three or four emails around the, the topic. Yeah. And this is one that where it seemed like all of a sudden we got a ton of email, a ton of email on masturbation. And so especially coming from the viewpoint that we just read from, mm-hmm. Elise and I have talked about masturbation, mutual masturbation, especially in your bedroom together. And we're going to talk about that more as well here today. But we've never talked about masturbation on your own. Never talked about, and I'm not going to say never, we've talked about it in the context of pornography, mm-hmm. you know, using that as a release, mainly for us guys. But how does that impact your marriage? Especially if, you, if your wife doesn't know about it or your husband doesn't know about it and you're doing it, they walk in on you and they find out you're doing it. Because I'm pretty sure... I would be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I would be shocked that Elisa would have walked in on me, found me doing that. My defense, my, my natural nature would have been to defend myself and my positioning mm-hmm. that it's okay, that it's right to do that by myself on my own. But I think we got to look at this because there are d- two different scenarios mm-hmm. that we want to go over so that way we can unpack this masturbation issue that happens in marriage because it's not just a physical act that is happening. There is a big part of it that is emotional. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm glad that we're going to pull this apart talking about what happens when you're doing it by yourself and what happens when you're doing it together, you know, when you're making love and, and it's there together because in and of itself, if you two are together and it's part of your lovemaking and, you know, that happens. I mean, it happens with us. Yeah. A, a, a good case in point. Here's a, here's a really good case in point for us. Quickies. And we've talked about these. Quickies are, they're quick, right? Three to seven minutes. I, I, we've done a poll before. Most people say a quickie for them is three to seven minutes. Now, for an, a guy, for a guy, he may be, your husband may be, have an erection, ready to go. Boom. Let's, let's do this quickie. Let's have fun. And we're going to move on. There are times, though, in our marriage where Elisa will go, hey, we have some time. Let's do a quickie. I'm not erect. She's in the bedroom. I'm in the bedroom. There is my hand stroking my penis to get ready. Now, that could be considered a form of masturbation and is because I am pleasuring myself. Here's the difference, though. Elisa is right there with me. Knowing that what I am doing is for us. And that's a key distinction right there. 
Okay. When, when, whether it's Tony with his hand on his penis or me with my hand on my vagina, when we're making love, that is in a mutual setting. Right. For the benefit, for increasing arousal for each other. Mm-hmm. And needs to be discussed outside of the bedroom prior to you making love. This is one of those questions that, like, like the emailer wrote in, I've never even done it. So I could understand her husband being a little maybe shocked, maybe a little like, wow, you never have tried that? Mm-hmm. So this is a great time to be discussing this with your spouse. You know, Elisa and I have talked about this many a times, especially for women, to be able to know where your pleasure points are. And let me just say something to that because I actually recently did a webinar and one of the questions that came up was, you know, this whole concept of good girls don't do this kind of stuff. Good girls don't initiate girls. Good girls don't masturbate. Um, Okay, stop with the good and the bad, guys. Just stop. Yeah. Okay, women, you need to know where you can orgasm. You need to know what feels good to your body. And sometimes you're going to be the only one that can figure it out so that you can then go and teach your husband. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, there's a lot of good stuff that happens between trial and error between husbands and wives. I'm not knocking that. But there are times when, you know, you can be in the act and you touch yourself and you're like, wow, that works for me. And then you can say, honey, right here, right now, like this. Your husband wants to please you. But sometimes they get frustrated with the idea that they don't know where they're going. Right. And for many years in our marriage, we didn't do that. We didn't. And it was during that 60 days of sex that we sort of broke free. Mm -hmm. We broke free of these restraints that we were putting on ourselves and our marriage. That whole good girl, you know, bad girl, good guy, bad guy notions. Because what we realized was that what we were doing in our bedroom was for us. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for anybody else to see. It wasn't for anybody else to watch. It was for us. And we broke free of the, that notion that, oh, only good girls will do this sort of stuff. And it, you know what? It really allowed us to expand our own mind. Like we, 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 for the first time in our marriage, were able to go, you know what? There's more than just missionary and dog style. We're like acrobats now sometimes. I mean, you know, there are times when I'm trying to figure out where my leg is in relation to the rest of my body. But that's because we've we've given ourselves the freedom within the framework of our marriage and our marital bed to explore our bodies. Mm-hmm. And so let's bring together. it back. Yeah. Together. But what I, what I really want to talk about and dig into is what she said in here that she's she was uncomfortable. She was shocked. She walked in and saw her husband doing this had no idea that this was part of his sexual life. Right. And and obviously had been for a long time because he considers it normal and doesn't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're going to, we're going to take this to task a little bit. Yeah. Because when you are doing things by yourself for only yourself sexually, 
That's a red flag. It's a red flag when you are not involving your spouse in your sex life. Uh I mean, think about that. It doesn't even logically make sense. Sex involves two. So you're pleasuring yourself by yourself. You really need to look at why that's happening. What's going on that's causing you to do this in isolation? And, you know, I mean, she talks about, you know, the kids back to back, close together. You know, she's been pregnant for a long time. Okay. You're still his wife. You know, I get bodies change. Trust me. You know, Tony, uh, Tony had to deal with that after our kids because I had, you know, some of you, you know, you're going to grumble when I say this, but my metabolism sped up so much after our kids that I couldn't keep weight on. And so yeah, I became a skeleton mm-hmm. literally. I mean, it was like, I look at pictures from that period in time it is not a pretty picture, but you know what? My husband was still having sex with me. He was, and, and he wasn't, you know, he wasn't pleasuring himself in private. You know, you have to work through this. This is the time to take off those masks and get to the root of what's really going on. And I would encourage those of you that are listening to this, that you're those of you that are masturbating in private, it's time to take that mask off with your spouse. And for yourself as well. And and this goes both ways, you guys, male or female. Mm -hmm. This, this, this isn't about just the guys because the wives are doing it just as well because there is a lack there. There's something going on. There is a breakdown in communication. And for some, it may be, well, my husband cannot pleasure me. I can only pleasure myself. And to that, I, I hear you. I understand intercourse. Like Elisa will not orgasm via intercourse. No. It, it's rare very rare. So it has to be via hand stimulation or oral sex. Okay. We've learned that. So if you're able, and I'm, and I'm talking to the wives here, if you're able to give yourself an orgasm in private, it is probably best that you start sharing that with your husband so that he can give it to you. I'll tell you, there's, there's something special when a husband is able to do that, we get numerous emails of guys going, I'd love to be able to give my wife an orgasm. And if you can give yourself one on your own, share that with your husband. I'm sure he would love to learn how. I mean, it's a big rush Mm -hmm. for you and for the one that's giving it to you. Right. You know, whichever side of the, you know, male, female equation that you're on, you know, husbands or wives. And you know, marriage is supposed to be about two. You know, to become one. So when you share that knowledge about what pleasures you, when you share that knowledge about what stimulates you, you are building a stronger foundation to your marriage. You're equipping your spouse with the knowledge of how to take care of you. What a gift. And it's not something that's supposed to be done in secret. It's something that, you know, has to be incorporated into the fabric of your marriage. Because we're sexual beings, folks. I mean, this is not going to go away. You know, you're, you're not, it, it, we just are. Yeah. And let me, and I want to bring up a point, and this is going to go to the guys now. 
So if you're masturbating and it's, it's gone overboard, you know, one of the reasons that I've heard many a guys go, I, I, I'm not interested in having sex with my wife. Well, it's because you've ejaculated to the point where, you know, you have nothing left. And so you really got to be thinking about this and going, okay, where am I at? Cause there could be, you know, in my world, when I was doing a lot of masturbation in my world, there was a lot of fantasy and that fantasy wasn't directed towards Elisa at all. So the thought of actually making love to her was not something that I was really in tuned with when you're masturbating two, three times a day, you know, you're not going to be ready for your wife and she's going to feel rejected. She's going to feel like she's not worthy that there's something wrong with her. And you, and she doesn't know any other because you haven't told her about the masturbation issue. Another issue is that you may be getting raw. It hurts. If you're doing this daily, it can hurt. I know been there, you know? So you really got to think about, okay, what is triggering me? What are the triggers? Why am I going to this? And if you're stuck, you know, if you're at a point where you're stuck and you need help clarifying where you're at, you may be interested in looking at our email coaching because I believe this is a way that you can share what's happening with what's going on with you in a way where you can bring it up on your time frame. And really our email coaching program folks, it's where we go deeper and help you break through the walls that are holding you back. We had numerous clients go through this and we know you got things going on in your life and to sit down for an hour phone call just doesn't happen. But to shoot off a question and have it answered so you can get some clarity so it can help you so you can take off those masks mm -hmm. is huge because then you can dissect and digest what has been written back to you. And so we have our email coaching program. We want you guys to know about it. So if you're interested about going deeper, breaking through those walls that are holding you back in your marriage, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash email coaching. And I'll put those in the show notes. And right now for the month of October, 2013, we want you to break through. We want you to break through. So through October 31st, use the code do it now and you'll get 20% off any of our email coaching programs. And, and you know, like Tony said, we've had numerous clients use this as a tool to break through their struggles in their marriage because, you know, not everybody wants to be, you know, you guys don't want to be stuck. You don't. It's why you listen to this podcast. It's why you share it with your friends. You're looking for those opportunities to break through and break free of some of these chains that have been holding you back. Having that intimacy with your spouse where you can engage in mutual masturbation, it becomes part of foreplay. You know, like Tony said, it allows you to, uh, you know, get ready for a quickie. It, it, it's a healthy addition to your mutual sex life. Anything that you're doing in secret 
that your spouse doesn't know about that you don't want to talk about, that's a potential problem. Mm-hmm. Because just like, you know, I read in that quote at the beginning where real intimacy is only possible to the degree that we can be honest about what we are doing and feeling. Secrets don't allow you to have real intimacy. Doing things in private that your spouse does not know tears down the foundations of your intimacy in your marriage. Taking off those masks, having that state of the marriage conversation where it's like, you know, we're going to get real about what's going on in our sex life here. And I always say, you know, it's got to be done calmly. Like that's why you set a date and you get Mm -hmm. your thoughts in order. But when you can have a conversation, I would encourage this husband to just sit down and, and explore the conversation with his wife. Not for either one of them to get defensive. This is, a, this is a time of learning. Because, you know, she mentioned in the email, you know, naive, mm-hmm. you know, not, you know, and that's, that's fabulous because the idea behind sex and marriage is that the two of you learn together. So that doesn't, you know, I think that's a good thing. But you've got to have the conversation saying, okay, well, let's, let's try this. Like, how does it work? And how do you, how do you do it? And can we try it together? Right. And it may only be one question. In all honesty, folks, it, it's weird. It's awkward. It, it's embarrassing. It, it, it's all of that wrapped up into one and you're in a bedroom with your spouse and you're talking about pleasuring yourself. It, it is. I mean, Elisa and I didn't get to where we are today talking about it freely and openly and doing that in our bedroom just by flipping the switch. Right. It, it wasn't. It was It was numerous talks before we ever entered the bedroom. And then while we were in the bedroom, it was, okay, what does this look like? You know, how do you do that? I mean, breaking free, Elisa, I remember for Elisa, I mean, it was... It was a long sort of like, okay, let's, let's do this. How does, how do you do this? And I'm a slow learner sometimes. Yeah. You know, so if you feel, you know, like this just isn't going right, we get it. We've been there, you know, for others of you are just like, man, this, this works fine. We've been doing it for years and kudos to you. That That's awesome. You know, keep it up. I believe that masturbation together as spouses, it's okay. It's fine. It's You're doing it together. It enhances what you do for your sexual intimacy. You know, it's just like bringing in a toy. If the two of you choose to bring that toy in, that helps. You know, if a vibrator is brought in to help, with that stimulation, by all means, use it. We have, you know, if those penis rings work for guys, for some of you guys out there to help stimulation and erection, use it. It, it, There's nothing wrong with that because you and your spouse are on the same page using that. And again, what you guys do in your bedroom is what you guys do. You walk out of there proudly, not saying that you got to go tell the world what you're doing, but you walk out of there proudly going, you know what? We are working on our sex life. We are working together to have the most extraordinary sex we can have in our marriage. 
That's it. You're not here to tell anybody about it, but you can walk out of there proudly going, we tried something new today. We tried masturbation together. It worked. We, we, we achieved something we never thought possible. I learned something. I learned how to pleasure my wife in a way that I never knew. You got to remember, it was 11 years. 11 years of being married to Elisa until I really understood. And even then, it wasn't 100%. But I began to understand what pleased her to bring her to orgasm. For years and years and years, I tried with penetration. I just figured, heck, if I could just rub her while penetrating, that somehow, some way, she's going to have an orgasm. But it was through talking. And then that mutual masturbation that we learned what really pleased her. And now 17 years married, we can still tell you that some of the lovemaking sessions we have now are mind-blowing, amazing, and no kidding. They don't even compare to what we had six years ago, 10 years ago when we first got married. (laughs) Sorry, I'm laughing because the early marriage sex was... Yeah, I can say this out loud. It was bad. Yeah. It was bad. But again, where did, you know, exactly what did Tony say? It came from learning how to talk about sex because you know, nobody's really teaching us how to ever talk about sex within the marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here. It's why you guys listen to One Extraordinary Marriage because we have those conversations and we have them out loud so that you can have them out loud with your spouse. Right. And you know, what happens here is you're creating an awareness. You're creating an awareness of your bodies. You're making it okay to, to explore each other. When you have the conversation saying, what makes you feel good? Where do you like to be touched? And if the answer is, I don't know, then it becomes, well, let's, let's try it out. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to know, because this happens in our marriage. Sometimes you go to try something out and it doesn't work. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good. At that point in time, it's okay to say those words out loud. You don't have to use all of them, but just say, you know what? That's not working for me. Right. And then go back to something that you know works. Don't force an issue. If it's not working, if it doesn't feel good, stop that and be sensitive to your partner. Because the last thing that you want to do, especially if this is a new thing for you, especially if you're exploring mutual match masturbation and you know, you're trying to figure out where the hands go and all this kind of stuff is create a situation that's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You've heard us say it before. You'll hear us say it again. If you're a brand new listener, this is something that you will come to know Tony and Lisa by you never go any farther than the most conservative spouse. So when they say stop, that's where you stop. Because what that does is it fosters a spirit of trust and strengthens your marriage. And that's what mutual masturbation can do for you. Don't hang out in secret. Yeah, don't, don't do that. And folks, if, if you get caught, you know, it's, it's time to talk and it's time to look at yourself and go, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. It is. Just like that moment when I, I realized I was masturbating to pornography with Elisa and my one-year-old son sitting in the living room. And you know what? It wasn't that I got caught, but I knew in my mind, I knew in my soul that this wasn't right. This wasn't doing me any good. And it wasn't doing my marriage any good at all. And so 
if you are struggling with masturbation on your own, please seek out help. Talk about it with your spouse. Take off those masks Mm -hmm. because he or she is wondering, why are you not advancing them? You know, they're, they're wondering why. Right. And there's some hurt probably going in. There's some hurt. There's some, there's just some pain that's happening. And that's not going to go away unless we can open up and we can remove our masks and we can share what's really happening. So your action this week, because you know we can't leave you without something to do. Uh, for those of you that are masturbating in secret, this is going to be the week that you take your mask off. This is going to be the time that you sit down and you schedule that state of our marriage conversation and you get real about what's, what's happening. Yeah. You know, and, and if you need to reach out for that email coaching, like Tony said, do it, do it now. Yeah. There's a reason that's the code for the 20% off the do it now, because we want you to take action. We want you to have that extraordinary marriage that you desire. And when you acknowledge it in your head, because I know that there has been at least one of you listening to this episode that says, this is the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Make a choice. Yep, you guys, masturbation is, it can be fun. It can be fun when you do it together, when you have that time together and you explore each other's bodies. And that usually happens in your bedroom or somewhere where you guys are having fun together. So talk about it. Think about it. Use it as a tool to heighten arousal for the two of you together. Not alone, not by yourself. So go out there, have fun, and most of all, guys, make your marriage extraordinary. Make it extraordinary. We love you, and we hope you have a fantastic week.